Hey, Vicky, what are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. We're proud to announce that we are now working with Figaro's Whiskers VIP. They are a designer of Disney ears and Disney bows. So please go to Facebook and look at Figaro's Whiskers VIP. These are quality products designed with a Disney flair. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. And welcome to the show. I have guests on today from the USA. Good morning, Daniel Ginger. Hello, how are you doing today, Kevin? Very good. I'm sat on top of my little heater here in my studio at the top of my house, which is very cold. So we're going to talk about Orlando, obviously, and Walt Disney World and DVC. So we're going to try and keep ourselves warm and warm ourselves up by talking about Disney World. So, Daniel, tell me a little bit about your Disney history. Well, I live in the middle of the United States in a state called Iowa. And when I was growing up, I always watched Disney. Every Sunday night, we watched those movies and watched Walt Disney and would go to the movie theater, watch Disney. I mean, the first movie I remember going to see, kid, was actually Songs of the South, which is kind of a one that's not shown anymore. So that's the first one I remember seeing and um, always wanted to go to the parks uh, as a kid, along with my wife, too. She always wanted to go to the parks, but we were middle class Iowa, United States people. And so it wasn't really uh, an option for uh, us as kids. So but I always wanted to do that. We actually my wife and I actually met at an amusement park when I was 18. I started working at an amusement park called Adventureland, which was based off of uh, Magic Kingdom. And uh, I worked in rides. And then eventually, after my 18 years of law enforcement and seven years as a high school teacher, I got back to a bear called Adventure Bay. So we just love an amusement park. In 2006, when I was a police officer, I uh, got the opportunity to do, go to the International Dare Conference, teaching Dare to the schools. It's a it's a, like a drug uh, resistance type of education. I went to we went to Disney World. It was at Coronado Springs is where we were based out of we were we we loved it it was kind of a shock how much money it cost because it was very expensive for a family of five with five kids police officer salary but we didn't truly fall in love with it until i took my wife i surprised my wife in 2010 on our 23rd anniversary and took her back just the couple and we just started loving it and so that's kind of our background we always wanted to go to disney world but never had a chance until we were until we were adults at a conference yeah it's funny there's a few i've had that story from a couple of people who are coming through conferences and stuff like that i think you're very lucky to be able to go to disney as a conference i've yes. been to a couple of conferences with my business and i'll tell you we don't go to amusement parks. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And uh, kind of started our love for Disney. And how did you fit five five children and two adults into a hotel and in Disney? That must have been extraordinary. Well, since my school that I... See, I volunteered going into schools and teaching there as a police officer. And so they were kind of wanting to show their appreciation. So they 
sponsored the trip and paid for the hotel and, and we stayed, when we stayed at Coronado and stuff. We convinced my wife's sister, Stephanie, to go with us. And so Stephanie got her room and then we had our room. And so we kind of split the five kids between the two rooms. So we were able to do it. I know five is, is, is a struggle, isn't it? I mean, five children's a struggle, but even getting five in, in a room in Disney's pr- are pretty hard until we go on to very difficult to get a hotel room that will sleep more than five yes it is very difficult. well even five is, is, isn't easy is it there are yeah, some... it's usually four, usually four and if you get lucky enough you'll find one that has five but yeah, yeah. it's very difficult yeah we did uh, in 2012 we did uh port orleans riverside and that's when they just put in those little small drop down beds which we in the uk would call a single my youngest son slept on that oh. then but uh we wouldn't do now he's six foot two but he did them when he was only uh, only a youngster. Yes, we had that experience too because we kept, we took the family back in 2012 to Donnie Village and uh, there was 10 of us. So we had to get a two-bedroom and we weren't DVC members yet. And the whole trip paying for the two-bedroom, I think it was seven to 10 days, I can't remember exactly, but with tickets and everything, it was close to $21,000 for a family because we had 10 of us. By that time, I, my two of my sons had married, so there, it was their spouses, and then we had one grandson. It was, for a big family, it's hard to find a place to, to stay comfortably, and usually it's not at a reasonable price. Now, we've just done some pricing on our other podcast, that Florida podcast, for Easter next year, and we're talking, in dollars, 20000 you know, and, I'm, and that's for a family of four with two children under the age of nine as well. So, yes. yeah, it's, it is an expense. It's not, we're never going to do it on a cheap, but DVC is a way in to reduce those costs. If you're really, if you're hooked and you're going to be there every other year, at least, I think DVC pays dividends straight away. Getting on to DVC then, when did you join DVC? Well, after that a 2012 trip, we thought, man, we, we like to go. And we like to go even just Norma and I. And so we started looking at DVC. And originally we took one of those little trips where they take you to the to uh, Old Key West and you stay and they give you like a $50 gift card or whatever. The salesperson was kind of pushing and really trying to push it and kind of pushed us off. Plus the price was kind of out of our range. And so in 2016, kind of um, repeating uh, your history with DVC, my mother passed away, me a bit of an inheritance. I just went to my wife, said, I would love to continue to remember my mother by every year or every other year going to Disney World. And so we took that inheritance. We were, we looked at the resale market because we couldn't really afford the other market. And we were able to get a great deal. It was Kidani Village and it was uh, 220 points a year. And they had, for the year that we bought it, they had 440 points. A loaded contract then, yeah. Yes, loaded. And that was perfect because we were wanting to go back and do another family trip. And with the two-bedroom and everything that we'd need, that was perfect. So we went ahead and put in an offer. And I think we offered, I think it was $96 a point is what we offer. They were asking like 100 or 110 or something like that. We offered 96 and they took it. That set the ball of rolling of the being kind of your anxiety until you see if you get it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very commonplace. That is the big drawback with, with buying resale is the stress of those couple of months while you get your offering, get it approved, and then make the payments and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, that can be very stressful. 
but it's yeah, worth it, it. It's very worth it. And what's cool is my wife and I went to, uh, in 2016, went to another couple's trip. Wait, actually, that was, we took our two kids and took uh, surprised them with the October trip. We found out that Disney approved it when we were at Magic Kingdom. And so it was just... Ah, oh, wonderful. Magic. So it was great. So you were at Disney when you found out that it passed right at first refusal. Yep, we were at Magic Kingdom on day. We found out and that just came over my phone. It's like, oh, Norma, guess what? <laughs> so we were very excited because then the next, I believe it was, that was October. So the next August is when we took the family trip and went back to Kadana Village and for, for the family trip again. That's brilliant. That's a little bit more special than mine when I was uh, trying to do my, my contracts uh, on top of a washing machine in a campsite. <laughs> Without your wife knowing. Yeah, without, oh yeah, without, without my wife knowing, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you weren't that brave then. You, did, you didn't do it behind no. Norma's back. No, I kind of said, uh, yeah, and you know, she said, yeah, this is your money because it's from your mom. But I said, yeah, but I want it to be a family thing because, of course, we're not going to outlive the contract, I assume. I mean, we could, but of course, give it to the kids eventually. So. I, I thought like that. I bought similarly like to you. I bought about a year after your bought in 2017 at Saratoga Springs. I think we paid eight. Well, we did pay $85 a point. Anything under $100, I think, is an absolute steal. How would you yes. feel about the um, the Jews at Animal Kingdom? I don't think there is bad. Jews, I just break them up monthly. It's like $130 a month, and I don't even, I mean, it comes straight out of my paycheck and don't even see it. So it doesn't hurt me. We'd be spending a lot more if we were booking hotel uh, hotels of course we'd always do disney resorts and so it's going to cost a lot more and we go a couple times a year we try so it's worth it yeah no i i completely agree because if you're saving up for a for a disney holiday every year or every other year like you do in the uk perhaps every other you'd still have to be putting away more than a hundred pound a month which i mean i put that away just to cover my dues and it covers them and there's some left over, you know, paid. It goes into that account for savings for Disney. So that's why I, I work exactly the same as you. And then at the end of the year, when Disney sent me that lovely email around Christmas, <laughs> yep. I, uh, I, I pay it off then. I'm actually looking at the moment, watching where the dollar is. And it's dropped a little bit. So I'm, I'm twitching a little bit. because Obviously, I've got to get some spending money. I'll be going to Florida next month. Yes. Yep. In January. Because this is going to be obviously our our December 1st episode. So I thank you again, Daniel. Right, okay, so you bought resale, which, how did you know about resale then? How did you find that out? Because that's interesting, but a lot of people don't know it. They find the resale market until they bought their first DVC contract. Well, that was my wife. She actually, because we really wanted to do the, go ahead and get straight from Disney, uh, middle-class family, it's really a hard to afford that and so my wife found out on the internet about resale and she started looking at it and, and then when um, we decided yes this is what we're going to do she started you know we both kind of started looking at it daily until we found exactly what would be great for us to take a, a, a pretty much a vacation the next year because we we're going to take it because you know, we were just lucky that it, the points we got it in april so the points are going to be there and well that we didn't get it in april that's when we put the uh bidding for it and so it was just gonna work out just well because we could use those points and book the next you know because since we stayed at the resort that our home resort we were able to book 11 months ahead of time and so we were able to use those points and book it and uh 
440 points is a lot of points, you know, for a week. So you have the opportunity to point that to put book that unicorn off rooms, the value room, then at Kadani or Jumbo House, which of course I've got no chance of booking at seven months. Right. Yep. Exactly. On the flip side, you had the opportunity to book Saratoga, and that's kind of our has turned into our favorite resort. I always say I I put it with Disney Springs, and we just make one big resort. At, and that, that really is what my wife likes about it. Yes, that's why I love and Norma loves to go there is Disney Springs is is it and we like the horses theme too we're kind of into horses yeah I mean I've been to a few DVC resorts now I'm not uh no because the last time when we went in 2024 before the great and pleasant pleasantness uh, we went in January for the marathon weekend and we stayed at Oakey West in a one bedroom and that is the biggest room that we've ever been in on disney property that thing was i mean it's i guess it wasn't as big as a two-bedroom but it's it it the kind of the commonplace area was just as big i think yeah i'd like to have got a one bedroom for some of our stay this time at old key west but my wife didn't fancy moving for a sort of fourth time so we've stayed with saratoga but we'll be looking at when we come the next time round, I'm afraid it's going to be a stu- back to a studio, which is going to be hard because we've got 12 nights in the one bedroom. <laughs> yeah, you know, for the for our G3 trip, we got us we had split because they didn't have a bedroom for the whole time, uh, one bedroom. So we have a studio for the first part of it at Saratoga, and then the one bedroom with the washing machine, second part of it, which is going to work out well because we always do a load or two of laundry. We are on a wait list though for um, the Polynesian, but I doubt that will go through for the first part of it who knows yeah we all have a wait list going don't we (laughs) (laughs) it's always nice to dream and for those you don't know you can you can book a a room and then you can put another room you can put actually two more resorts on on the wait list or two more it could be different rooms at the same resort if you wanted but yes swap your um reservation over to that room a lot of people do it i mean i my wait list came through last time at Kadani and we had three nights in a one bedroom at Kadani when we come over in 2019 and that room just blew both me and me and my wife away it was unbelievable did you have a savannah a savannah view yeah yeah savannah view one bedroom oh those are amazing yeah and mandy ray helped me pick out the, the view i wanted and the walk it was a long way but right out the window was where a feeding station where they fed the draft so it was absolutely fantastic so most... yeah the walk the walk can be a long because our first time we were there we were short walk to the lobby the second time it had to take us about 20 minutes to walk from our room to the lobby i bet because it was a long walk so when you come you you obviously fly do you from iowa do you drive uh we drove the first couple times but now we fly getting older it's just easier just to jump on and get there the same day and so we try to stay at the resort and at the parks as long as possible so we always try to get an early flight you know five o'clock in the morning flight so we can get there around noon one o'clock and we always leave at the latest flight like five or six o'clock at in the evening so we can hit the park before we leave and we usually get back to iowa about 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night oh that would be nice so how long's the drive a drive is if you drive straight with no stops would be 24 hours 24 hours yeah now yep. <laughs> you could go up and down the uk in very nearly that time i just had a guy working with me he was from glasgow scotland he drove down to lay flooring and asked where i work and that's a seven hour drive i mean there is a few hours above above glasgow but 
the UK is nothing when you when you come to America, even one of the states in America. Yeah, where I live in Iowa, we could, a five-hour drive will get you to like five major cities, to Omaha or Kansas City or St. Louis or Minneapolis or Chicago is a five-hour drive. To, so we're like right in the middle of all those major cities. Yeah, well, obviously I'm surrounded by water, so I've got an hour on a ferry before I think about getting anywhere. But there you go. The joys of living on the sunny Isle of Wight. That's right. It's beautiful. I'd like to go there someday. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's not exactly Florida. <laughs> still pushing still pushing for a G3 at Disneyland Paris. And then Disneyland Paris. Well, we stop at the Isle of Wight. <laughs> when we do the Paris, we go over the water to Southampton. And there's an airport there. And then we got the 45-minute flight, Paris, straight to the thing. So we'd leave here at 6.30 in the morning and be in the park at 9, wow. 9.30. Nice. You know, nice. so that was brilliant. But per night, it works out more expensive to stay in Paris than it does to stay in Walt Disney World, believe it or not. But there you oh, go. Oh, really? Yeah, it's re- it's not, they're not cheap. They're not che- I've just priced up a stay for somebody from the US and they, they got very scared when I, when I told them what the sort of price of the hotel was going to be. Anyway, so... We've, I think we've covered most of your DVC stuff. So you'll really, you tend to go for the bigger rooms rather than the studios if you can, don't you? One bedrooms? Yeah, even when I'm there with, just with my wife, we just like the one bedrooms because it just has a lot more kind of room. And the one bedroom has the kitchen. And so, yeah, we kind of like to do that. It's strange. My wife likes it because of the, the washer dryer. Yep. Which, which is, yeah, she, she likes it because of the wash. Only thing is, is here... She has a washer dryer, but it's an all-in-one unit. Mm-hmm. So she can put it in, press a button, go away, take it out, and it's dried. Whereas what's in the US are like a double stack, aren't they, in most of the units? Yes. So yep, like she's done are. it. And she went, I said, well, you've got to take it out the bottom and put it up in the top. You can't, it ain't <laughs> going to get up there on its own. <laughs> okay, sir. Well, thanks for that. Let's move on to playing a game of DVC Island Discs. Now... I've I've tweaked this a little bit, and instead of the seven questions, I've now upped it to eight. So you're going to get a fireworks or night spectacular, as well as a show. Okay? Now you've been sent off to your desert island, choose a resort that you wish to have on your desert island. Remember, this could be any DVC resort. I'm going to go to Saratoga Springs. I always have that view of Disney Springs across the way, and I can figure out how to get over there from the desert island. I'll be going there. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I chose it just because it was my own resort when, when we recorded it. But I said, well, you get the amenities, so you'd get the... Disney Springs? You, you, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was more thinking of the spa. <laughs> the spa. We've never been to the spa. We just like the morning coffee walks to go over to Starbucks and get a, get a coffee. I mean, they do do the... The, the ground so nicely in all the hotels oh, it's usually it's a nice walk or it's usually a jogging trail and we, we walked that the only problem when we were there they were still they just started doing the uh, refit on Saratoga so some of it you couldn't do but yeah the walk is, is really nice I like walking around the golf course as well and you because you can yes. go at the top can't you up the top rounds into Disney Springs or you can go down the bottom and come out by a rainforest cafe and places like that or you can come right at the top by Lanuba as it was it's not the right. new but now is it? it's a new show but there you go okay so you're choosing saratoga springs right i'm going to give you the option of a quick service restaurant to put on your island what are okay you quick serve would be our kind of our go-to quick serve at the magic kingdom is casey's corner we love the hot dogs and it's a great way to have 
buy one meal and share because we get the foot long. Those are huge. And so Norma and I, when we're there, we'll share it. And if the kids come, uh, we a lot of times they'll share too because those things are huge. And the fries with those, that cheesy dipping sauce is amazing. So that was be Casey's Corner would be our kind of choice well we we've never done casey's corner because the whole family won't eat hot dogs so that's oh really yeah we don't eat none of my family will eat a hot dog huh so there you go we've never actually done it but yeah a few people like it it's a traditional american thing isn't it it must be well not all americans because dave of the disney crush doesn't like hot dogs either no he doesn't does he ah dave no he doesn't you're quite right i hadn't I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a real staple of the of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Real staple. Yep. So, right, we're going to push it up a notch. Let's go to a table service restaurant. Okay, table service. I'm going to do hoop to do review. I get the show and the table service all inclusive together. Okay, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> My that's our favorite show is hoop to do review. We love it. We just, anytime we go, well, of course, not recently, but anytime we go, we always go to Hoopty Doo. And in the past, people with me have, uh, we, my uh, son's wife got to, got asked on stage as the beauty one time. And then I got flirted with the other time. All I got, she flirted with me hard. And at the end, though, I love the Hoopty Doo and the music's great. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think my wife would like that. <laughs> <laughs> my wife got a kick out of it. I think, fingers crossed, they're open. It's going to be back for the G3. For anybody who doesn't know what the G3 is, it's a grand geeking gathering of the geeks from Geeking on Walt Disney World. But we've also got the Disney Crush, That Florida Podcast, Brit's Guide, Mickey Files, and everybody else we can involved. So we're going to have a really big meetup on Saturday, the 5th of February. Someone's having a birthday then. I can't remember who it is. But anyway, that's what the G3 <laughs> is. Okay, so you've got your quick service. You've got your table service. What about, now you're full, what ride are you going to put there? Well, I'll have to go with my favorite ride. My favorite ride is Rock and Roller Coaster. I Ooh, just After I, all I those hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Just jump on the Rock and Roller Coaster. And I love to always pose for the picture after you know you blast off and it's 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 great and it's a lot of fun because uh i always do that and my wife's favorite is always the tower of terror so we always hit one two right away good way to do it so i'd choose rock and roller coaster yeah i rode it last time and i went through the single rider queue and uh funny enough me and another guy were both in the single rider queue got put next to each other which seemed a bit strange but anyway we did and he said have you been on it before i said oh, not for not for a couple of not for years and he started great and he put on a pair of sunglasses and then he was off and he was like this all the way through. Yep. With his hands up. Yeah, I always do the tongue out <laughs> with the, the rocking hands up. Yep. Yeah, that's the Michael pose, isn't it? Yep, the Michael pose. Yeah, it's a, it's a great ride. I, I enjoy it. I, I think I missed it in 2012 because my boys wouldn't go on it. And I was just at the stage where I just thought, well, I'll, I'll miss it then. But I went on it in 2019 on my own like I say because Deborah doesn't do roller coasters the mo- biggest roller coaster she'd do is Slinky Dog that's where we are with roller coasters it's a that's a nice roller coaster I was pleased I got her on that and it wasn't looking good we went on there f- we did rope drop and this is back in the days when they used to open the parks at 6am do you remember that yes I do yes I remember when we were when Star Wars first opened and there was a big old horde of people at 6 a.m. walking towards Star Wars to get on the rides. Oh, those are fun days. 
yeah, I did that. I remember going in with some of the geeks at, on that weekend and literally we were, you know, like this and I was being sort of moved along. I wasn't walking. I was being carried along by the crowd. Wall to wall people, yeah. It was like and a that cattle. Was, yeah, and that was before um, Rise of the Resistance was even open. Yep, before COVID too. Oh, yeah, before. Yeah, you can imagine it now, can't you? COVID. Oh, my oh. gosh. Many people already had it. Yes, well, let's, let's not dwell on that too much. <laughs> so, okay. As I said, I've done a little bit of alteration to it. So, question five. What fireworks show or nighttime spectacular would you like? Well, I would have to bring back fireworks show. Norm and I, one of our favorite times to go is when we used to go to the Disney not-so-spooky uh, Halloween party. Uh, we loved doing that. We went like three or four times in different costumes and stuff. And our favorite thing was the villain's firework display. I'm not sure exactly if they called it like the spooky spectacular or whatever they called it, but the villain's fireworks display was amazing. And so I would watch that all over and over and over. Yeah, one of my favorites as well. I have to say a Deirdre Watts and I met up on the 21st of October and we did the uh, Halloween party together and that's the first time we'd met and there is a a great little short video that I share quite often of the three of us stood down Main Street yeah brilliant party that is but now I mean they've just basically taken that party and doubled the price haven't they and giving you less Yep, because when I took my wife in September for a surprise birthday party, we were drinks for the price of that, so we decided to drink around the world instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> each to their own. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed that party. I thought it was very good. My wife was eating the candy for about six months after. We must have bought half a suitcase back. It was, it, it was a really good party. We really enjoyed that. Okay, so that's your night time spectacular so what show i mean i don't need to ask obviously it's lion king isn't it uh, uh, no <laughs> I, this would have to bring, go back in the vault again i'll have to take out a show i think it's called dreaming with mickey it's the one that was the stage show they had before they took it away i think it's called dreaming with mickey's or something like that and it's where the mickey mouse was like you know comes out and goofy's a pirate or i want to be a princess i can't remember i think it's dreaming along with mickey i think or something like that so oh, it's nice to have some of the older ones brought back that people remember them i there was one oh when we first went in 94 and i can't remember what it was it was a great show even now all those years later i can remember it but i can't remember the name but there you go so you're going to bring that back that's okay you can have yep. as long as it existed somewhere in, in in the ether you can have it back all right all right now here's one that i always think is interesting what people answer disney music anything that can be connected with disney so it doesn't have to be pacific because you know Anything that a film that Disney owns. So you could have the theme tune to Pretty Woman, my favorite movie, if you wanted. Yeah, I would do like an Epcot kind of track of all the world showcases. It's one of the favorite things we like to do is walk around the world uh, showcase with the different cultures. Being a former history teacher, I like love culture and I love what the world showcase brings to everybody to enjoy the scene what different cultures you know have to offer and so i would like some type of track that just kind of has the different music from each of the different cultures that's a great option a lot of people tend to choose the music from the from the parts because it takes you back it's like the smells and the music anything like that um uh, when i'm at work yeah we like uh, like a lot of times in the morning when we're like 
testing the rides and stuff, they'll like say, hey, we need to have some riders for the monster roller coaster or something like that. And so over there and ride it. And so we what get to ride before the before the parks are open. And so that's the fun. And then, of course, at the water park, all my lifeguards in the morning have to ride this, the water slides and stuff because we have to test and make sure they're safe for the customers. Yeah, we play a lot in the in the amusement park business but we call it testing so yeah safety. <laughs> but it's really just playing <laughs> yeah well, I don't, not so much in my in my uh in my career unfortunately <laughs> yep. okay that's your music chosen so let's find a disney luxury and this disney luxury comes with a caveat it's, it can't be a chef or any cast member i'm afraid and if you're not happy with that you know who to blame his name's david <laughs> yep my disney luxury would be kind of the I'm going to say the German pavilion food, treats, and drink would be my luxury because my favorite thing is the uh, Werther's Caramel Popcorn. So if I can have unlimited Werther's Caramel Popcorn with a brat and a gin beer, that'd be very, very luxury to me. And I'll sit back on the beach and, and just enjoy the rest of my life. Germany can make beer. They can definitely make beer. Yep. And a lot of their bratwursts are pretty good as well. Any of their meats and stuff, yeah. I, I did a bit of time in Germany, in Hamburg, many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great country, Germany. So, yeah, that would, be, that would be brilliant. Okay. So, I think you've made some really good choices there. And, obviously, now we've opened it up to a show and fireworks, it just opens it up as a, a, a bigger range for people. So, I hope you enjoyed doing that. So, all I'd like to say is thanks very much, Daniel, for joining me today. And I'll end the interview there. Thank you, sir. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgtdvc, again, all lowercase. On Facebook, we are Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. If you're looking to buy resell dvc points or rent dvc points out contact b thaxton at shopdvc.com if you want to book holiday to florida a universal disney or any other destination go to david's website disney that's disney the number four brits.com all of these details will be in the show notes this has been a Isle of Wight audio production. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.